It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. And we are off on hour three of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great to have you with us on a Monday. I'm Michael Jenkins, live in D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger, live in the Music City. Coming up in our final hour, we will try to find some value on today's games in the NBA, including the Celtics, two stepping their way down to Texas. At 8.20, our first look at what to expect about the AFC and NFC Championship games. And, of course, we're going to try to win you some money at 8.45. When we bring in the Donkster, I think me and the Donkster might be on a squad play today, father and son. Chelsea, before we talk about the NBA, I have to hand out some credit here to Tara Vanderveer, the head coach of Stanford women's basketball, who is now the winningest head coach in basketball history, overtaking Mike Krzyzewski. Last night, her number eight Cardinal, out in Palo Alto, beat Oregon State 65-56. Tara Vanderveer now has 1,203 victories in her career, along with, my God, countless other honors, three national championships, a gold medal as well. So I know when you think of the greats of coaching, maybe Tara Vanderveer isn't the first name that comes to mind. But she certainly deserves plenty of credit. This is a monumental task. And if this were Coach K, like when Coach K broke the record, you heard it endlessly. And because it's Tara Vanderveer, you don't hear it as much. But we got to give her full credit for doing what she's done for so long and so well at Stanford. Oh, for sure. Uh, it feels to me that growing up here in Tennessee, Pat Summit was the big deal. Of course, a longtime mm-hmm. uh, Hall of Fame coach for the Lady Vols here. But then on the opposite coast, you had her adversary, and it was Tara Vanderveer. Because if you remember, mm-hmm. Stanford was really good back then as well. Uh, won a national championship, it looks like, in 90 and 92. So I remember her. She has been around for quite some time. And she has been very, very good for quite some time as well. And I think that's the other hallmark of a great coach, is being able to mm-hmm. be successful in multiple eras. Because just like the NIL has changed things for the men's game, I would imagine it's changed things for the women's game as well. Maybe not like as much, 
But still, like I'm sure there are little nuances that have changed so much, even with the game of basketball and how it's changed over the course of, yeah. you know, 20 years. So hats off to her being successful all of these years. Yeah, many years ago, I covered Jody Conrad down at Texas, another pioneer. And the Longhorns were one of the first women's teams to dominate. Then came along Pat Summit and Gino Ariema. But Tara Vanderveer has been there for so long. And I think you make a really good point, which is it's difficult enough to change with how athletics change, and especially now with NIL, but particularly with how the game changes, the actual game of basketball. Just during the break, we were we were throwing out names of maybe coaches where the game has has passed this coach by, that coach by, and Matt's just saying this in the chat, which is another great point, is that the competition level in women's basketball is so much greater. There's so much more visibility now than there was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And Tara Vanderveer won a national title, I believe, in 1992 and then won another national title in 2021. So she went... A long, long time, a couple decades there between national titles, but it just shows that that perseverance and that coaching talent was enough to keep her in the game and to be this successful for this long. It's really difficult to do. Honestly, no matter what you do, to stay relevant for this long in your particular field is monumentally tough. Especially at a smart school. like Because I'm pointing yeah. the finger at Vanderbilt and saying, hey, Vanderbilt, if she can huh. do it at Stanford... What the hell are we doing here in the SEC? You are in the best conference in the country, but yet Vanderbilt is like, well, you have to have a good GPA to go here. So, like, that's the thing about Stanford, too. It is not an easy school to get mm -hmm. into. So the fact that she has had this success with a school that's very hard to get into, it's just another testament to how great of a coach she is. Yeah, no question. Congratulations to her 1,203 victories in her career surpassing Coach K. What a monumental achievement. Chelsea, let's take a look at the NBA card on this Monday, January 22nd. I can't believe it's already the 22nd of January. You have to feel better, Chelsea. You hate January. Every time I think about the month of January, I think of a commercial for some sort of depression medication and you just glaring out the window. Staring emptily, emptily, that's not a word, empty eyes. They're just looking out the window, thinking about when will it be February? When will it be February? Dead eyes, just waiting for the month to pass. And by God, you're almost there. Well, we still have more than a week. It's the crazy part of January. Not only does it feel really long, it's one of the longer months, obviously, with 31 days. So we're not there yet. So mm, that's the negative spin on this. It's like, oh, you thought you were through with January? We still mm -hmm. have more than a week left, and it's January 37th. So not so <laughs> fast, my friends. Uh, oh, emptily is a word. Okay, well, that's good. I feel better about my vocabulary. I was checking. I was like, Michael, don't start adding words that aren't, aren't actual words to your vocabulary. You don't need to do that at 50. Let's add something to our card NBA-wise. Starting in Orlando, Cavaliers at the Magic. Cavs laying a point at the Cavaliers are minus 115. On the money line, if at MGM, send me a robe. Magic plus 105. Total set at 214 and a half, Chelsea. The Cleveland Cavaliers have been rolling. Perhaps the hottest team in the NBA right now. You stick with the Cavs or you go with Orlando. 
Whew, this is a difficult one because the Magic also are coming off a pretty solid win over the Heat, 105 to 87. I think my first instinct in this game was to look at the under. Both of these teams kind of trend that way, even though Cleveland has been piling up the points as of late. Won those games against Milwaukee, which we know plays no defense, but that's, that game still went under the total. We're looking at a team that sits the under in four of their last five games with a, a push. So they haven't even hit the over in any of their last six games. And Orlando has been one of the better under teams all season long. 18-24-1 when it comes to their overall uh, over-under record. So I think I'll hit the under here to the better defensive teams uh, in the league. Some question marks, though, for both sides. Well, mainly just Cleveland. Karis LeVert, questionable. Uh, we know Darius Garland continues to be out. So I will ride with the under here as opposed to picking the side. I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with the Cavaliers in the money line. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to play it or not. I really like this. And not only that, when you're talking about Cleveland and playing so well recently, but Orlando is playing on no rest this season. They are only four and four against the number in this spot. That includes five straight losses. So we're talking about five straight losses in this spot, and you get the Cavaliers at minus 115, the hotter team. I also like the way the Cavaliers have been spreading the ball around, doing a great job of getting other guys involved despite the injuries that they've had. So, yeah, give me the Cavaliers minus 115 in the Magic Kingdom. All right, let's go to Dallas. Celtics at the Mavericks. Celtics are laying two and a half points. The Celtics minus 150 on the money line. The Mavs are plus 125. Your total set at 239 and a half. Chelsea, what is the way I should play this bad boy? Yeah, this line opened at four, bet down to two and a half. So clearly some money coming in on the Mavericks. The time to play the Celtics is when they're at home. They're 20 and one this season, but away, they are much more beatable. 13 and nine straight up. Uh, looking at this, the, the Mavericks, they have been a bit tougher of a cookie to crumble when it comes to kind of picking a side <laughs> here because none of the trends kind of point towards playing the Mavericks at home. Uh, but you look at the Celtics coming off uh, a weekend of a split where they had that loss to Denver at home, which that one probably stung. Then they played the the Rockets, but didn't cover an 11 and a half point spread. I don't know. I'm kind of torn in this one. But when you see line movement like that, that's pretty mm -hmm. significant, like two two points this early in the morning. Yeah. I It feels significant to me. So I think I would ride with Dallas just, you know, because the line movement is pointing that way, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, it's always hard. It's always hard betting against a team like the Celtics, which is so good. But also, Boston has been just mediocre on the road. Now, they just suffered their first loss at home, I believe, to the Nuggets the other night, 102-100. But they have been wagons at home. On the road, not so much. 8-11-2 away from the garden. Let me ask you this question because you posed it last week, and I think it's a it's a good question to pose in this matchup. When you're talking about two superstars, because we were discussing the Joker and Joel Embiid going at it, and then tonight you have Luka and Jason Tatum going at it. So when you have two superstars like this in a marquee game, do you say maybe, maybe you look at a player prop or – is that kind of built into the number? Maybe you can't find value there because, of course, you want to bet about the superstars. 
I don't know. I don't feel like the superstars on the Celtics are very petty. Like, it feels to me that their end game and the narrative that they're trying to break is simply in the postseason. So these regular season games don't matter quite as much. Like, they matter, but it's not the same deal as looking at superstars, say, Joel Embiid, who is trying to build a case for MVP. So I think that narrative doesn't really fly here. But I will say, from a fantasy perspective, the Celtics have been one of the teams that give up the most points to opposing point guards, giving up the fifth most points uh, per game of any defense in the NBA, which is kind of surprising. You look at the Celtics, there's a really good defensive squad. But when you're talking about perimeter players, this is usually the play. So when you have a very good point guard in Luka Doncic, he is primed Mm -hmm. for a big night, at least matchup-wise, against the Celtics defense. No, I think that's a very good point. So maybe just look at what Luka might do tonight because – Based on the statistics you were throwing out and the fact that I think Luca, okay, maybe Jason Tatum isn't petty, but I feel like Luca is a guy who'd want to step up in a spot like that. So maybe look at a prop there. Let's go to the Valley of the Sun. The Bulls are in town. The Suns are laying five and a half points. The Suns are minus 225 on the money line. The Bulls are plus 185. Your total set at 229 and a half. Chelsea, please tell me, when is it okay to believe in the Phoenix Suns? The ultimate feast or famine team when they're really good, man, do they look good. And right now they've rattled off five straight wins, uh, even though they haven't covered in all of those matchups. So we've got a relatively short number here against a Bulls team that's won three of their last four games. But I don't know. The Suns just feel like a team that I don't ever want to trust. So I think I'm going to stay away from this one because over the course of the season, this has not been a team that's kind to betters. 5-13-1 against the spread in their last 19 games, although the recent stretch is promising. I don't think it's a team I want to put my money on just yet. Yeah, I get it. (sighs) I'm going to stop hating on the Suns, I swear to God. Now they've won four straight, all right? Only two and two against the number during that time. But man, and and this is when trends can be misleading where, okay, they're 7-16 and 16 against the spread at home this year. But also a lot of that came when they weren't at full strength. Eventually, I will come around to Phoenix once they stay healthy, if they stay healthy. Until then, I would lean Bulls and the points. Finally, Hawks at the Kings tonight out in Sacktown. Kings laying eight and a half points. The Kings are minus 350 on the money line. The Hawks are plus 280. Your total set at 237 and a half at MGM. A huge number. One of the reasons why is that Atlanta's Trey Young left Saturday's game against the Cavaliers with a concussion. Was taking a charge on Isaac Okoro from Cleveland. And so Young is out indefinitely, averaging almost 27 points per game. How does that affect how you're going to bet this game, Chelsea? I think even regardless of what Trey Young's status is, you have to play some Mm -hmm. kind of player prop against this Hawks defense. And if you're looking for hot players, look no further than DeMontis Sabonis of the Kings. He has had three straight triple doubles and looking for only two more double doubles, or excuse me, only two triple doubles away from reaching a career best of 14 from last year. I know everybody thinks that this is the metric that Nikola Jokic owns, and he certainly does. But DeMontis Sabonis has a nice little matchup tonight against this Hawks defense. It's been really bad. You look at them defending power forwards, they're giving up the second most points of any team in the NBA. So the points brought for DeMontis Sabonis tonight is set at 20 and a half. 
he has scored at least or excuse me, exactly 21 points in three straight games. He had 25 last time around against the Hawks, so I think that's the play. DeMontis Sabonis over his points prop of 20 and a half points. Ooh, well done. I think this is what I'm going to do here. I was trying to find a creative way to play this game. The Kings are absolutely an over team this season, no question. 14-6-1 to the over, but the Hawks have hit the under in five straight games. And now they're not going to score nearly as much with Trey Young out. I think what I might do is look at a Kings team total over since Atlanta allows 122.5 points per game, fourth worst in the NBA. Come up next year on the show, a look back and a look ahead at the final teams remaining in the NFL. And if we're headed for a battle between the Ramans and Niners, this is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. Hour three rolls on after this. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Come on, Double D. off to a good start. I'm Michael Jenkins live in D.C. She shows the messenger live in Nashville, Tennessee. It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. Coming up, we'll talk about what we saw in the NFL over the weekend and then look ahead to the AFC and NFC championship games this weekend. Justin, what did you do over this past weekend? Normally I ask you, and normally you hate it when I ask you that question. Did you sit in and watch football all weekend long? Did you continue decorating the house? Did you help Jake blow an air horn at golfers on the golf course down there? Even though it's probably too cold to be golfing. Did you take a shot of fireball with some high school kids who shouldn't be drinking in the neighborhood and slide down a hill? What in the hell's going on down there in Hendersonville? Oh, nothing. We've been snowed in still. This damn snow won't go away. But I will say ah. the Facebook group for HOA has been absolutely popping off. Apparently those kids oh. have done over $10,000 worth of damage to the golf course, Whoa. which is a public course. So it's kind of like a public park, but apparently somebody lit a tire on fire. And so the fire department had to come. It was a whole to do, but everybody's really mad. But at least we don't live on that part of the golf course because it's at the top of this hill where everybody goes sledding, but we don't have any damage. It's been a nice time for us. So luckily we have not been at the center of the partying and the, yeah. the fire starting, but it's been kind of wild because this is the most snow I think we've had since 1940. So clearly people oh are acting inappropriately. Nobody knows how to like get the snow off the streets. I'm pretty sure our town does not own a snow plow because here's the thing, like it hasn't snowed in a while. One would think right. that we would be back to operational, but we're not. Like, I'm pretty sure schools are still out. So we're just in this, like, no man's land of, like, okay, well, it's not snowing anymore, but nobody's doing anything. So we've been doing a whole lot of nothing. Oh, that's brutal. I'm trying to get a good night's sleep. I'm telling you, my bedroom has turned into an HVAC nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Oh, my God. It's killing <sighs> Here me. Here we go. 
I'm just trying to make it through. I'm just trying to make it through. There's nothing worse when you're trying to tell everyone else in the condo association that their units have an issue. They love that. They really love that. So I don't know what I do. I think I slept two and a half hours last night. I got earplugs in. I got a white noise machine going. Poor Catherine, she's not sleeping. In the middle of the night, we're having a conversation at 2.33 in the morning. Like, what are we going to do? How are we going to figure this out? We've got to be able to get some sleep. And there's no easy fix for that. So it's going to take a while. Not going to be great. Not going to be great. Well, listen, don't you have a bunch of drugs over there that you can take to maybe yep. sleep through the night? Like, isn't that the That's only thing? Happen. And when I say drugs, I mean drugs that will put you to sleep. Like the ambience, the... <clears throat> Oh, I think that's yeah. as far as my knowledge goes. Have you tried the drugs approach, like doing drugs? I know everybody says don't do drugs, but sometimes drugs <laughs> Have seem you necessary. Tried doing drugs. <laughs> Have you tried doing drugs? Just you know, well. maybe off the street. <laughs> Have you tried some dirty heroin recently, just to help you sleep through the night? I have, but I told you years ago. I got addicted. I take a little bit of Xanax every night. I have to because I go to bed so early. I only take a half. That's it. But I told you I got addicted like 20 years ago because I was having anxiety attacks. Only calm me down. And then I got to the point where I was <laughs> I was taking so much Xanax that I remember telling my psychiatrist, whoever it was at the time that was sort of dispensing this medication. And she goes, how many pills are you taking a day? And I go, four. She goes, excuse me? I go, I'm taking four. She goes, you're taking four Four pills a day? I was like, yes. She was, how are you standing? I was like, I don't know. I'm fine. And she's like, we have to get you out of immediately. It took me a year. So I do take drugs a little bit to help me, but I'm also very <laughs> cognizant because I, I swear to God, because it was it was one of those slow, slow taper downs where it's like, all right, for two weeks, two to three weeks, you'll take four pills and then for three weeks that it's three and a half and then you'll go a little bit longer and slow down to it took forever forever so i was fine i was functional i did my job but obviously that's not ideal so when you're talking about that i have to be very careful so kids the the moral of this story is you can take drugs <laughs> but only a little bit like just don't take a lot yeah. just only like right. a tiny bit but you Smidge. don't think this helps you like sleep through the night like you can't take more because this is the other thing do you get adapted to them like when you take a little bit addicted? of something and oh over yeah no 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 adapted like you know how when you drink caffeine for a long amount of time yeah. that eventually the effect wears off is this happening yes. at all for you in the sleep it has this only started like about a month ago but now it's gotten really bad. Like it's gotten to the point where we're getting these booms throughout the night because this one compressor is having a hard time starting. So you'll be sitting there and you're and then it's quiet. And then there's another one. And so it's just like this constant booming. Anyway, it's really exciting fodder. But yeah, I got to find a way to sort of balance out between I've got to be able to sleep, but also I can't overdo it. But yeah, you're right. Your body sort of adjusts at some point and says, oh, okay. I'm, I'm adjusted to this. You got to give me more. And then that's how you get into trouble. So I'll figure it out, Chelsea. Like you said, maybe I just got to hit the streets, you know, get the good stuff. That's the way to do it. This melatonin off of Amazon. It's not going to get it done. Who's going to get it done in the AFC and NFC Championship games this weekend? Let's start in the AFC. Sunday at 310, the Chiefs are at the Ravens. The Ravens are laying three and a half. The Ravens are minus 165 on the money line. The Chiefs are plus 140. Total set at 40. 
five. It's obviously early. We're not locking in our picks now. But if we're talking through this bad boy, where would be your initial lean? Just looking at the numbers here. Well, off the top, you can get a three elsewhere. So if you do oh. like the Ravens, there is a three for minus 120 that you can find. Uh, conversely, if you do like the Chiefs, go ahead and grab that three and a half because maybe it goes down to three in just about every spot. But for me, when I feel like I don't have a strong feel on a side, I look at other things and I look at uh, some props in this game. A trend that I noticed in the divisional round was rushing quarterbacks who are very good at rushing the football going over their props. You look at Lamar Jackson rush for over 100 yards. You look at Josh Allen went over his rushing prop in the first half of games. And it is because during the regular season, you're going to be more conservative running the ball if you're the face mm -hmm. of the franchise. If the game is on the line and the season's on the line, wouldn't you think that offense uses its best weapon to its advantage? So I think you'd look at Lamar Jackson. You look at his rushing prop. I was interested to see what number they put it at. It's at 59 and a half. So I feel like mm -hmm. that's a very mm -hmm. gettable number for somebody who mm -hmm. clearly is a cheat code for this offense. Also looking at some anytime touchdown bets, because I was also wondering how the books would adjust to Travis Kelsey. Because in previous seasons, Travis Kelsey was always minus 150, minus 160 to score a touchdown. And we know Travis Kelsey has not been the touchdown scoring machine this season. Only had five receiving touchdowns the entire year. But he's coming off a game where he had two receiving touchdowns. And this is the norm when it comes to the postseason. Think about the amount of reliable receivers that Patrick Mahomes has. You can count them on one hand. Feels like Travis Kelsey, mm -hmm. Rasheed Rice. Feels like that's it. Maybe Isaiah Pacheco, even though he's a running back. So uh, looking at Travis Kelsey to score an anytime touchdown, that's plus 120. And also Lamar Jackson to run in a touchdown is plus 115. I think those are some good looks. Ooh, I love that Lamar Jackson pick to get in the end zone for plus money. And mm -hmm. I will say one thing that we saw last night in that Chiefs-Bills game, particularly Erlon, the Bills are running on the Chiefs. They were moving the Chiefs out of the way. Now, the Chiefs tied up a little bit later, but for a lot of the game there, Chelsea, Buffalo was having success on the ground. And so I'm not saying you can necessarily push around the Chiefs because their defense is very good. But also, I think, as we've talked about throughout these playoffs, when you have such a talented quarterback like Lamar Jackson or last night Josh Allen, you just let those guys do whatever it takes to win. And Lamar, I feel like, will use his feet more than ever against the Chiefs. So I love that play quite a bit. I do like the Ravens at minus three. So I'm glad that three is still out there. We'll see how that number shifts throughout the week. When you look at a total of 45, that's an interesting number because we are talking about two very good defenses, particularly the Ravens, who have just been lights out throughout the regular season and the playoffs. But does this total seem low to you at all? Because we thought we might see we might see a lower total in Chiefs Bills based on the weather, based on the Chiefs defense, and we didn't see that. We saw an over. Would you lean towards an over under here? Well, I'm hoping for an over because I think everybody wants to see fireworks between these two quarterbacks. Yeah. But you've also got to remember that these are two of the best defenses 
in the entire league coming into this game. Going into the Bills game, the Bills were down a bunch of guys on the secondary, so we knew that was going to be one of their weaknesses. The one thing that the, well, not the one thing, one of the main things that the Ravens defense has done was limit even star quarterbacks uh, when going against them. You look at C.J. Stroud, didn't score a single offensive touchdown. You look at the Niners, didn't even get to 20 points. And Brock Purdy threw four interceptions in that game. And then there was another one, I believe, uh, where the Ravens limited yet another great offense. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins only scored 19, and some of those were in garbage time. So you have to take that into account. How good this Ravens defense is, and also the fact that both of these teams may be wanting to run the football. Like, it's wild to say that the Chiefs have kind of turned into more of a balanced team, but mm -hmm. that's exactly what we've seen. Isaiah Pacheco is a huge part of this offense. So when you have two teams that want to run the football, it's going to run down the clock. So I think this total looks a little deceiving, and you say, oh, two great quarterbacks. But also, you've got to take into account the defenses and the fact that both of these teams are going to want to run the football. So it's a no play for me. I'm not going to be, you know, white knuckling the under, but still, maybe the sabotage factor if you do want to play the over. Let's go to the NFC. Wanted to get your initial thoughts here, and it is out in San Francisco. A Sunday game starting at 640 in the evening with the Niners laying seven against the Lions. Niners minus 300 on the money line. The Lions are plus 240 and the total set at 51. I have to say, kind of like the Niners here. I think this is a good buy low spot. Now, it's hard to say buy low when you're talking about a seven-point spread in the NFC Championship game. But what I do think is... I do think a lot of people are going to look at that Packers game and say, oh, you can hang with the Niners. You can hang with the Niners. I happen to think Green Bay is a damn good football team. And so are the Lions, clearly. But that I just keep going back to that Lions secondary, which gave up more than 340 yards passing to Baker Mayfield. And with the weapons that the Niners have, you can talk to me all day about whether you respect Brock Purdy, whether you think he's overrated, underrated. It doesn't matter to me. At the end of the day, Two straight years, he's taken his team to the NFC Championship game. And I think this is a spot where the Lions having to go away from Ford Field, out west against the Niners team that finally came from behind and got a win. I actually like San Francisco here, I think, early on, Chelsea. I don't think I want to lay the points, but if I had to lean towards the side, I think it would be the Niners. I do think they get right in this position. It is a great matchup for Brock Purdy to look a lot better in this one. Like you said, in each of the last two games, the Lions secondary has given up at least 349 passing yards. Not 249, 349. Uh, so this is a secondary that clearly can be beaten that way. And especially when you're getting some good news for Debo Samuel. I saw this about, I think, 45 minutes ago. They said the x-rays were negative. So expecting uh, that Debo Samuel mm. gets back in the game here, this offense should get a boost, a boost from that perspective. I do think this is a place where the Niners look much better. I think last week was kind of an anomaly. I think the Packers, or last week, you know, yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day yes. before? Anyways. Feels like an anomaly. The Packers much better than we expected. Do you think this game goes over? Like all these games for the Lions have seemed like scoring fest, very back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I know that first game should have gone over, but it didn't. But still, 51, you think we're seeing an over? Ooh, yeah, I kind of do. And also, I think 
this is where you're talking about game script. And if we were discussing earlier why maybe the Niners defense in the second halves of games hasn't been as good in the first half, well, probably because teams are passing much more, trying to play catch up. So that has something to do with it as well. You can take those stats and manipulate them however you want based on how you think the game's going to go down. But I can see a situation in which the Niners jump on top early on and then the Lions are playing catch up and trying to throw it all the way over the field, which would lean me, would make me lean towards the over, I think. Yeah, I don't want to play an under, that's for sure, in Lions games. That's but sure. I do think we see the Ravens and the Niners in the Super Bowl. So boring. Oh, the conspiracy theories holding true. Coming up next year on the show, it is a money-making Monday. Best bets coming up on the Daily Tip from BetQL. It is presented by BetMGM, and we're coming back. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. It is the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jinx. She's Chelsea. Donkster coming up in a bit. So you didn't do anything over the weekend, Chelsea. When are you going to move? we got to get you back into exercising. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You always work well, out. Well, I've no been exercising. I, never have to... I know. I know. I was going to say. That's why I corrected myself immediately. I'm like, I know you've been working out. I know you've been moving. Not me. Not me. i got to get going. The lovely Catherine, I'm impressed with her. Holy Lord, she's on a mission because we're going to St. Martin here in, what is it now, month and a half? The countdown is on. We have a small countdown in our kitchen. And every day we erase that number and it moves down one day. So she is intent by God that she's going to be in shape for St. Martin. So now I got to jump on the train. So everybody's working out except for me. So what are you going to do today besides work out? <laughs> oh, gosh. I have like 7,000 fires they have to put out for my mom today. Um, okay. So I'll be doing that. Uh, my mom lives by herself, so it's on me to like solve all of her problems. So I have a lot of calls to make, which as a millennial ah. is pretty much the worst punishment you can give to somebody. I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to make calls to companies. Ugh. That's the absolute Gross. worst. 
The other day I called a company and I was doing something and they said, hey, if you give us your phone number, we can call you back so you don't have to be put on hold. And I said, okay, great. They call yeah. me back and immediately I'm on, I'm on hold again. And I said, what are we doing? They the called point? me back and I was on hold for five more minutes. So I have about had it with these companies <sighs> and I've got more of that. What a Monday. Oh, no. Oh, that's not a good Monday. Once again, Chelsea staring out the window. When is it going to be February? When is it going to be February? I hear you. It's like a buddy of mine says when he talks to customer service. He doesn't go off on them, but he says, sometimes you just got to blow off some steam. And so if he's not happy with the weight, he'll let him know. Like, I don't appreciate this. So, Chelsea, you just let him know that you don't appreciate. Just blow off some steam. Although sometimes I feel bad. I never really take it out on, on a customer service representative. A friend of mine one time did say, and I love this line, is that she said she was talking to someone and the person was being really rude for no real reason. And she said, because normally people say, can I talk to a manager? Can I talk to a manager? And my friend goes, I just said to her, I looked at her because this was in person. And I said, can I talk to someone who's nicer? And said it threw the person off so much. She's like, what? She goes, can I just talk to someone who's nicer? And it, the customer service rep was like, well, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to use that line. That's a good one. If someone's being mean for no reason, can I just talk to someone who's nicer that I can have a conversation with so we can figure this out? Keep that in the back of your head, Chelsea. That's a good one. I'm dying to throw that bad boy out. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Odyssey Insider, Jason Lockenfort. Nice guy. Nice guy. He'll sit there. He'll talk NFL. He'll be great about it. He'd be a great customer service rep. And if you missed our conversation about looking ahead to this weekend's AFC and NFC championship games, also talk NFL and the quarterbacks of the future in the league as well, you got to grab the pod. It is easy to do. Just download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcast. Chelsea, it is about that time. Time to give the people some winners. Time to place your bets. Chelsea, the least you can do to get through this difficult January is to win yourself some money. You deserve it. What do you got? Yeah, let's go with a player prop in the NBA. I'm going to be looking at Kings, DeMontis Sabonis, over his points prop of 20 and a half for minus 120. He's got a great matchup tonight against the Atlanta Hawks, who are giving up the second most points to opposing power forwards of any team in the NBA. Then you look at DeMontis Sabonis, who has been red hot as of late. He has had three straight games with a triple-double, scoring at least 21 points in three straight games. So this feels like a low number. DeMontis Sabonis should be arrested coming into this game. He hasn't played since Thursday. And plus, the Kings need a win. They've lost four straight games. They've got a great matchup tonight against the Hawks, who don't have Trey Young. So it feels like a statement game for DeMontis Sabonis, who's averaging 22 points per game in this terrible month of January. So let's go over his points prop of 20 and a half for minus 120. So gutsy, so bold betting on the NBA. I love it. I'm going back to the ice. Couple of unders for you. I bet on a Blackhawks under on Friday. And I was tailing that game or tailing. And I was watching it on my phone and I had it. And then all of a sudden, of course, scoring breaks out late ruining my potential 5-0 and week. But we're going back at it. Blackhawks, Canucks, under 6.5. It's minus 125. You want to go under 6, that's fine. Here's the thing. We know the Hawks are playing without Connor Bedard. You know that. 
But just the lack of scoring from Chicago is something you have to take into effect here. You know how many goals they're averaging over their last 11 games? One and a half. I mean, the puck line in this game is two and a half. That should tell you something. You've got Thatcher Demko and Nett for the Knucks. 24-8-1 this season. 2.47 goals against average. Peter Mrazek will be between the fives for Chicago. And Matt makes a very good point. It makes me a little nervous because the Canucks could go off and win this game 6-1. No question about it. However, Mrazek has been really good this season considering the situation, considering the team around him. He does have a save percentage of .906. This is a favorite of the BetQL model. I like it as well. Let's go Blackhawks, Canucks, under 6.5, just minus 125 in Vancouver. Well, what doesn't make me nervous is the fact that, Jenks, you, sir, went 4-1 and one on your picks last week. Hey. So maybe don't be nervous about your plays because your gut has been pretty damn good as of late. All right, it's time to get to the third member of our Best Bets crew, and that is the Magic 8-Ball. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> All right, Dave's Ball, it's time for some prognosticating. All right, do we like our play today? Mine is going to be DeMontis Sabonis over his points prop 20 and a half against the Hawks tonight. A-Ball says, cannot predict now. Great job, A-Ball. Way to start off this Monday right. It is decidedly <laughs> so. That's what I thought. Ooh. All right, on to the NHL. Blackhawks Canucks under six and a half goals for Jenks. A-Ball says, my reply is no. Oh, God. Well, you can just go to hell, hey, ball. You're on the verge of replacement. I got to tell you, you're lucky to be here on this show after all this time. If you want to check out the eight ball, if you want to stream each and every show on the BetQL Network, we have great show after great show for you. All you got to do is go to Twitch. It is twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, before we move on, this is your chance to throw out a lean if you got one. Uh, would be Joel Embiid over his points prop. Uh, he has a really okay. good matchup tonight uh, against the Spurs. Statement game against Wimby. But his points prop, I believe, is 34 and a half. So a touch too high. I do think he has a big game tonight, though. I got one more under for you here. Bruins, I like this one even better. Why didn't I make this one my best bet? Bruins and Jets under six, minus 132. Jets have been red hot, red hot, 110 of 11. But here's the big stat. Vancouver has, or not Vancouver, Winnipeg has allowed two goals or less in 14 straight games. Plus, we know how good Boston is defensively, allowing 2.64 goals per game. And, of course, two of the best in the business between the pipes. Jeremy Swayman for the Bees, Connor Hellebuck for Winnipeg. Let's follow the money. Go under six between the Bruins and the Jets. All right, time now for your BetQL five-star best bet. There he is, the legend, the Donkster. For all you need to become a more informed better, just download the BetQL app. Donkster, okay, go ahead. Tell us what you like. <laughs> Good morning, Chelsea. You say my dad should do drugs. What sort of drugs should I do? I'd like to chug Robitussin and Theraflue. Oh, I don't know if that oh. counts. I guess in rap songs, they say sipping on syrup. I guess that is a drug. 
They do say sipping on syrup there, Chelsea. All right, let's find out what the doctor has in store for a pick here. <laughs> doctor, give us a play. I have two plays. Raptors, they're in Toronto. Minus seven, hosting the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies used to be all the way up in Canada. Along okay, all right, all right, all right. Another pick, please. Suns, minus five, hosting the Chicago Bulls. Okay, good job. Oh, what a grind that guy is. Let's bring in Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL Daily. Oh, you look nice and warm there, Aaron, with the winter hat on. Good morning. I know. I was looking at Chelsea with the sleeveless, and it's like 10 degrees here. I'm bundled up. It's cold in the room where I do the show. So uh, I get, we're going to have like all four seasons this week, though, Jenks. It's going to be 70 on Friday. It's going to be crazy. So forward yeah. to not wearing this hat uh, later in the week. <laughs> Yeah, it's the worst, though, because we're going to have all of this rain and then it's going to be flooding because the snow has to go somewhere. So I'm just ready for this damn month to be over with. Are you with me on the hate for the month of January? Like, it has to be the worst month, right? Uh, February might be up there as well. Oh, like, it's hit oh or miss in February. It could be worse than January sometimes. So just get me to March. That's all I ask. At least we have football to distract us from the weather like That's i didn't true. mind being cooped up over the weekend because it was so cold but yeah it gets depressing i'm not a big uh snow it person. gets worse great i'm gonna i'm gonna make chelsea <laughs> even more depressed i'm gonna say you know what the worst month is it's march oh i hate march oh no three oh, months oh, of hell man. what are we gonna do <laughs> you're just getting started we're gonna have joe O come on and say you know what i hate april April's the word. Chelsea, you're not getting work to like June. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lie. April's awesome. March, March is awesome. Well, my yeah, birthday's in February. Imagine how oh, I feel. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> we love February. That's going to be okay. The worst month. <laughs> Aaron, thanks for being with us. Stay warm and have a great show. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Oh, your vacation's in April, Chelsea. Okay, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. We'll just go through March. You make it the next, you know, two and a half months, you'll be good. Yeah, it's a tough stretch. It's a tough stretch. But at least stretch. college hoops, you know, March Madness is on the horizon at least. And the Super Bowl. That's true. See, we got to end with a little positivity. That's going to do it for this edition. This is a very positive edition of the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by Ben and Jim. Thanks for being with us on a Monday. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Hope you have a great week. Good luck on your bets. We will see you early tomorrow morning. Bye. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.